Hello, everybody, and welcome to Surviving the Batch. Tonight we have an extremely special show. It's almost Christmas time, and we wanted to do a show involving our wives because we all know that they truly are what helped us survive the batch. So we have our wives here. Introduce my wife, Lynn, who is hiding. <laughs> we have Camille's wife, Jody. We have John's wife, Ruth. And of course, we have Camille and John and um, Ronnie. And Cooper's down here. And Cooper's <laughs> under the table somewhere because he's surviving the badge also. So again, tonight we're just going to talk a little bit and get their insight and, and what they went through being here during hurricanes all by themselves with the kids holidays, you know, overnights when we worked midnight shifts, and, you know, they had to take care of everything. They had to take care of doctor's appointments and, you know, hospital runs if it wasn't a, you know, life or death emergency, staying home the, during the hurricanes. I got to tell you, I stayed home the last hurricane we had here, and I was actually home because I was retired, and it scared the hell out of me being here and worrying about the kids and was something going to happen to the kids. I can't imagine what they went through here all by themselves. So, um... Anyway, we're going to get into all that. It's going to be light, fun. We're going to be drinking, and we're going to be having a good time. We all have our Christmas stuff on. Everybody show their Christmas attire. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Christmas 2021. Yay. Absolutely. Salute. All right. Salute. Yeah. Oh, we don't have nothing yet because we don't have the beer moment. And this episode is sponsored by Santa Claus. Yeah. Speaking of beer moments. Speaking of beer moments, though. John's going to pour them out here for us. What is this, John? This is from Blue Springs Brewing Company. Um, it's a restaurant and brewery on 1792 in Orange City. Yeah. Um, and this is the vanilla cream ale. Yep. Well, that looks beautiful. Look how clear White water vanilla, vanilla, vanilla cream ale. Nice. Looks, it looks yeah. like cream soda. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Wait till you taste it. It's amazing. It looks amazing. So the couple's going to share them. a lot more than you thought. Yeah. It is a lot more than I thought. Yeah. That's what she said. So. Good deal. <laughs> yeah. Until she saw it. <laughs> well. <laughs> All righty then. All right. So. Uh, ladies first. Wives show. Yeah, right. Good. Thank you. Yeah. She tried a little last night when we were at the restaurant. Not a beer drinker at all. Ooh, that's good. Uh-huh. We, we got to let the ladies wow. read it first too. That's really good. No, we'll just go around the table and, and do it. It's like crisp, yeah, and clear. I like it. Can I? Ooh, can I try it? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't think Jody's going to give up the beer. It's like so good. <laughs> it's yummy. It's good. Come on, Camille. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lynn tried it last night, and she actually she's not a beer drinker. At all, and oh she said, God. "Yeah, it's pretty good." She said, "It's like almost like a dessert beer." I guess I'm not like getting any more of that. You know, well, that is you. You mentioned um, cream soda. That well, is their brand on, the, on their menu says light, creamy, easy drinking beer with loads of vanilla. Think of cream soda. Think if cream soda was a beer. Yeah, okay? absolutely. And this is about as close to a cream soda yeah. as a beer as I can get. And it, and it's not like a cider, so it's, no. it tastes like a good. It's like a beer? Yeah, it's a sweet beer. A, it's I got like the it. sharpness. All right, go ahead with your... Um, I give this a nine. It's a really good beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nine. Probably nine. 8.5. You had last night? Uh, five. Because <laughs> she, <laughs> she doesn't drink beer. Because I don't drink beer. And I'm going to also give it a nine. So that's an overall rating of like an 8.5. Right. Well, oh, she brought it down. Yeah. It's like a seven. Yeah. <laughs> but since I did not taste it tonight, we should not include that in the, in the vote. Um, okay, so we'll throw the lowest score out and one highest score out. So we got a, like an 8.75. I mean, it's definitely a cream soda with a twist. One of these myself. Oh, yeah, and for sure. a lot of times that I'll see. You would drink only... Definitely drink like seven of them by yourself. <laughs> no. she, she usually we usually share. So, but, there, but this is really good. Yeah, it is, it is really really good. Hence, they, I haven't had it back yet. And they sell them. <laughs> they sell them at Blue Springs Brewery. As you go in, obviously they sell them. You can get them by the glass. So that's whatever. the pizzeria, right? 
Yeah, it's uh, Riverwalk Pizzeria and Blue Springs Brewery all together in, in one. Yeah. And uh, But they sell this can. As you walk in, there's a cooler on the left, and it's just a plain can. They brew them themselves. It's got a V on it for the vanilla, but they have all their other flavors, too. And I think it was $5.99, I think it was, for a 16-ouncer. And I think this is more like a 24-ouncer. I don't yeah. think it's 16. No, that, that was good. No, you guys but, uh, had a big glass. For yeah. All right, so next we have, unfortunately, we're going to go over the stats for the law enforcement officers that we've lost this year. So, yeah, um, as of as of uh, yesterday, we have lost 400, just over 450 officers in the line of duty. Uh, that's 27% of an increase from last year. Um, a lot of it has to do with an increase. Obviously, COVID had a, a big significant number of that and I'm wondering I'm hoping that next year as it starts going down it'll it'll lower but gun gunshots and um, auto related is still still on the on the rise I'm not sure what the number is going to be obviously this is our last show of the year but unfortunately it's going to continue to rise until the next year so um, 450 just over and a 20 27 percent increase what a so. shame so to all those that we've lost Let's give a little salute to all of them and their families. Yeah. Salute. Salute. God bless. All right. What do we have? So um, I'm going to do this a little out of order. We uh, we want to talk about, we want to uh, get some input from the wives on, on different things, such as holidays and things like that, night shift and call outs. But I, I, I have a, a certain order here, but I'm going to mix it up, and I'm going to start with holidays. Um there are certain givens in law enforcement. One of those givens is you're going, especially if you're on patrol, you're going to be working holidays. You're going to be working a, thir- a Thanksgiving, a Christmas, an Easter. I mean, those are the biggies. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Yeah. New big, Year's. Not, yeah. New, New Year's. Year's. Yeah. Not so, it, 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 and isn't it, isn't it so much, isn't Christmas and New Year's always on the same day, right? Yes. yes. They're a week yeah, apart. Exactly. So in, in the agency I, I work for with <laughs> you, we had set shifts. Before. So if you work Christmas, so you were off New Year's. No, if you work Christmas, you worked New Year's. I mean, you worked, yes, yeah, you, you worked work both. New Year's, because yes. now, and then they switched to rotating shifts. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so we always had to shift, you know, like we would have. Thanksgiving, uh, thanks- we worked every Thanksgiving. Yeah, it shift our shift on. worked probably seven Thanksgivings in a row because right. of leap year. Right. It screwed us all up. I mean, it was a freaking mess. It was an absolute mess. But honestly, because of our shifts, you know, we worked two on, two off, three on, two off. Um, so you work Thursday, but then you had off Friday. And I actually preferred, because if I was going to have to work either Thursday or the weekend, I'd rather work um, the holiday, working day shift, and then have the whole weekend off. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially if it's Thanksgiving. Right. For Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah, as we got a little more senior, you know, you got to day shift. And at least if you had to work Christmas, you'd be home that evening. And, you know, and then you could do it like that evening or you could do it the day after. I mean, a couple of times we did Christmas Eve Christmas. Right. Because I had to be right. at work the next morning. Well, that's what you know, I was going to. Yeah, that's what we did. We always did. So, Jody, how many how many did we do of Christmas Eves? I mean, didn't oh, we? Years. Yeah, so it was years of Christmas Eve was our Christmas. So how did you, ladies, little input, how, how did you, when you knew we had to work Christmas, you knew we weren't going to be here no matter what shift, I mean, how did you plan it? I mean, what went through, like, the planning thing? Because normally a normal family would say, everybody wakes up Christmas morning, and now you have to kind of rearrange. I mean, how hard was that? There was no planning it. You just kind of did it. You did it. You just got to deal with it, I think. Dealt with it. Um, And actually, honestly, Christmas was easier if you were on midnight because then you could come home when you got home at 645 and you were usually waking the kids up. then we could so do, so we you could didn't do. go home. You didn't come home and sleep mm-hmm. until uh, two, dude. No, <laughs> we, would come home, we would do the presents. I'm the biggest Santa. kid in the world. You get home, you say, 
hey, well, have um, no clue. we can't have Christmas until two. <laughs> no, he, and he's the one waking us all up. So I'm saying. I mean, even now we're like, <laughs> oh, my kids, the sun's not up. No. <laughs> my my kids are still getting up at four o'clock in the morning, but for the last three or four years, we've woken them up. Yeah. Yeah. At like five. Well, because they mm-hmm. woke us up with clackers and pots and pans. As mine got older, like late, late teenagers. I'd have to go in there and wake them up. I'm like, hey guys, it's Christmas morning. And then they're like, and then of course they're a mile a minute. You know, they don't need coffee and everything else to get rolling. But But back, back to, back to the holidays. Christmas was easier if you were working midnights because then you could come home. We could do the Santa Claus gifts and the, and do presents and you could go to bed for several hours. Um, And then you also had a, kind of made because we always went to my parents and that was right where you worked so you would be able to come by for dinner and I know all you guys came by for mm-hmm. dinner and desserts a lot too yeah. you know yeah. mom always had open door for everybody so I think Jody had it a little more easy because we when we first started dating I think I just made detective right so I was home most of the holidays. Except Unless for she got a call out. Which yeah. I did. I got yeah. a shooting on Christmas night. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got a THI on New Year's Eve. Yes. <laughs> at like that. 12 o'clock on New Year's Eve. I was like, just yes, right after midnight. THI is a traffic homicide. You remember we had that um, thing we were going to see, uh, Phil Collins. Oh yeah. oh yeah, that was that was a tornado. That was a hurricane. That was a hurricane. That yeah, was from that. and he that was had had to four go hurricanes. To that. Yeah, and this was months planned. Yeah, months. Oh, so, so um, I mean, we we lucked out because John, you know, thank you to whoever you know covered for his ship. But a lot of times he was able to get the younger guys to cover him that didn't have kids. You know, so which that's a tip to all you young officers. If you don't have kids, no, I'm serious. If you don't have kids when you're starting out. Offer to work Christmas, at least part of the Christmas, so those with kids mm-hmm. will be able to spend time with their family. Because when you get older and want to spend time with your family, mm-hmm. they'll be willing to help you out. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's some good karma right there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what was great was, is when I was younger, I would do that. I mean, I had kids at 20 years old, so I mean, mm-hmm. who am I kidding? I had right. kids. But, I mean, I would, like, pay back. If they would do right. that for me, mm-hmm. then I would work a July 4th or a New Year's right. for them. Yeah. You know, because they wanted to go out and party. Right. And mm-hmm. I wasn't going to party. I'm in bed by 11 o'clock. You know, so right. I would go out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on New Year's. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, it all comes Now he's in bed by 9. Just saying. Yeah. 9.30. Come on. Retired like 10 o'clock. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but you know, at 10.30. <laughs> but you're right. It is karma. I mean, if, if you do that for them. Then when you want to go out on New Year's, 4th of July, St. Paddy's Day, you know, right. something like that, yeah. they'll come and yeah. cover for you, yeah. you know? I mean, and, and me and Pick did that a lot. You know, Pick, Picklesheimer would cover for me, help me out. Tony, Tony, did Tony it was phenomenal. He did it for almost everybody. I mean, right. if he could. The biggest thing is you got to find the people who are willing to do it as soon as possible, early enough. Yeah. Because everybody's blocking them. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's good well, overtime for them. If yeah. there's nothing that they're doing, they're, right. they're, they're taking out overtime because it's not it. I mean, if you think about it, Thanksgiving and Christmas is a cake shift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're not. I mean, right. I remember one Thanksgiving. <laughs> they feed you like crazy. Right. They feed you. <laughs> rarely any calls. I did get a call once where uh, a husband beat his wife with a shovel on Thanksgiving <laughs> because turkey wasn't done on time. It was oh, down God. on Third Street. <laughs> Imagine that. <Yeah. laughs> but other than that, it's a cake shift. Yeah. Well, and what I did later on, um, as we got some guys that kind of live kind of close to where we worked, is I would let them come in, do the briefing and all at six, mm-hmm. grab all their stuff, and then go to the house. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, keep your radio on, be ready. You know, and those of us that didn't live close enough to do that, we're on the road and we were ready to go. And there was always three or four of us. And then the other one or two, like Joe and, and that one guy, I won't even mention his name. He he would go home and, and I would let them do that. And then they would spend time with their family, you know, and then and at, at about eight, eight, nine o'clock, they'd come back. Right. You know, I mean, it was only fair. I mean, they had little itty bitty yeah, ones, you know, right. I mean, it was only fair. And they appreciated it. What they do when they come back? You know, they work twice as hard. I mean, because right. they, they got to be able to spend time yeah, with their family. Absolutely. So it was nice. Yeah, and I had one. 
one of our uh, senior officers, by uh, upper level admin, as he was going home on Christmas Eve, he said, you know, where I used to work, the admin used to come in and work for like six or seven hours and let the officers go home. Oh, that's an interesting idea. I said, yeah, that's nice. So I won't see you until after Christmas, right? He's like, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, seriously? Like, it's that's actually a good idea. idea. It's a good idea. Yeah. And you could probably implement it if you wanted to. So those of you supervisors that are watching this, you know, if you got a chance to let your guys, if they're within a reasonable range, let your guys and gals go back to the house that have children and spend an hour or two or three with their family and then come back as long as they're available, try to work that out with them. You can't even imagine what that will do for them. Think back when you were in that situation and somebody would have done that for you. you know, that, that will really bank some goodwill right there. It will. Now, I did appreciate when John worked Thanksgiving, though, because I had the entire day to make dinner. It was like, yeah. slow so yeah. She like, did, too. Yeah, she did, like, too. You would have Thanksgiving at night. Yeah, we would just have it in the evening, yeah. and yeah. we got home at 630 yeah. or whatever. Right. We would just Usually, I went to her mom and dad's, so I would That's just come right there, there. And yeah. at, like, 15 minutes before my shift got yeah. off quarter to six. You know, and then as soon as the clock told six, I'd be in there changing clothes and getting out of that crappy uniform and, and be ready to Throwing eat, keepers. You know? Throwing oh, keepers. All the way down the hallway. <laughs> Code brown. Code yeah. brown. Uh, Fries are done. Fries are done. So a little bit about, you know, so let me just throw this out there. I don't see the schedule there, but. Well, we were, we were going to talk about night shift, call-outs, life activities, but whatever well, you want. actually, I, I want to talk on, because we we're, we're talking, focusing mostly on Christmas and Thanksgiving. But now that I'm retired, you know, Ruth is not complaining, but she's like... Get a job, you bum? No. <laughs> yeah, I would be. No, she's, she's like, He's actually becoming very handy. <laughs> but, but she said, like, we don't have anything to do on Memorial Day. On Labor Day, we we don't have any family traditions to do that because right. we Works. always had to work there. Right. Yeah. You know, certain people are like, oh yeah, we always go over this place, this guy's house for, you know, this picnic, or we go. So now it's like, you know, of course we're like kind of I don't know what to do. Yeah, like we didn't. <laughs> she, she's got a three day weekend. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do. Ronnie, which way, which direction do you want to go? To? So let me ask you all this, because I, like I mentioned in the prelude to the show as we were getting started, and I'm going to go to each one of you and ask you, hurricane's coming, you know it's coming, it's a cat four, cat five, we're in Florida, by the way, if you can't tell, while the hurricane talk, and you know that your husband or your wife, whatever, you know, if for those listeners that, that have wives instead of husbands, you know they're going to be called in. You know they can't come home. They're going to be at the station, and you're there by yourself. What are the thoughts in your head when that's coming? Well, for starters, I was not ever there by myself because I had children. Uh, that's well, what I mean, you and the kids. Okay. Well, you said by yourself. So I well, didn't. okay. Not literally. <laughs> As the adult. So... I, if it was stronger than it was, if it was a category two, I loaded the minivan up and drove to Tennessee and stayed with my cousin. (laughs) Or we loaded the minivan up and went up and just, like if we decided not to go, but then we were like, okay, we're going to go. When that one turned, I can't remember what, when it was. Floyd or something. Yeah. Well, we had to go way up to, what was it called? I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah, that was, but that was, I was there on that one. Okay. Yeah, but most of the time, you would either go with uh, other people in the family, either your dad's or your grandmother's, or you would go out of state if it was a big one, yeah. Yeah. But you had to take care of that all by yourself. Well, and also dealing with all this stuff, some people have exes. We had exes that we had to deal oh, with. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, that also throws another monkey wrench into it. <clears throat> but uh, I didn't hang out when there were bad storms coming. Yeah. I took off. I'm like vacation. <laughs> and, <laughs> I go stay in a hotel with a pool for a couple days. And Jody had a little, I, I think maybe a little <coughs> more difficult after the storm because a lot of times, because when I worked for the state, I had I went to Mississippi for three weeks one one time for uh, Katrina 
Mm-hmm. And oh. she's by herself raising kids with health issues. Mm-hmm. And the storm's already gone. Didn't even hit Florida. And right. we're, we're, you know, out of state. So she was, she, rock but, star. But, I mean, but we also and family and were married to, I was also married to someone I knew was doing a good job and something good. Mm-hmm. Right. And something that I would hope there would be people to come and help us. Right. If we had that situation. Yeah, so it's not like he just had it up and hauled ass. <laughs> you know, it's it's. Well, I'm, I'm going to work. I'm getting over yeah, there. you know he's doing something good. So, <laughs> how, so how about you, Ruth? Well, so I had a different situation because I was required to go to work also. So she's a nurse. Works I'm a in nurse, a nursing home. So and I work in a nursing home, and we're required to be in. So he can't take the children. So I have to lug the sleeping bags and comforters and air mattresses and snacks and all that. And take it to work and try to function at work while watching the kids. So, and, you and know, the first hurricane and, and we had uh, down here was so wonderful, I think. Yeah, I was so oh, pissed. You I was sleeping on the floor. No, it was during I, I think Floyd. it was Floyd, it the was first Floyd. one that I worked. And I'm in this glass room, number one, with my, I think Colleen was a toddler, or yeah, she was a toddler, and the other two were, you know, older than that. But I'm sleeping on the floor with three kids and. He's at the Hilton. He's at the Hilton. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I remember that. With power and air conditioning. She's like, so, so how bad was it last night? I said, well, <laughs> <laughs> I stayed at the Hilton. And then they put you up at the Marriott once. No, <laughs> no it, was the, it was the Marriott out there off of uh, International. Yeah. Yeah, I never stayed at the Hilton. Must at the be nice. When I went out to Mississippi, we slept in our cars well, for I, a week I think before we had a hotel. When I was day shift? Yeah. yeah. So night shift stayed at the station and had to work mm-hmm. while day shift went and slept at night but had to report at 5 Yeah, but then I went back in the morning and got, and got to go out to the Marriott. But that was only one year. The rest right. of the year, that I slept. That was the 04 hurricanes. Yeah. I slept in a freaking jail cell that was a, a converted jail cell, cell because it was so cool and cold in there. <laughs> And I threw an air mattress wow. down, closed the door, and, and I mean, I kind of crashed for, and the next thing I knew, it was like six hours later, I'm like, eh. <laughs> you know, back was killing me, and this air mattress went flat, so I'm laying on the concrete. Oh, my God, it was terrible. I think the worst hurricane for us was the most recent, I think it was Matthew, Michael, one of Irma. those. Matthew. Um, it was, yeah, John was still working. Yeah, and Matthew. it was the, it was the year that um, Harvey came through because the girls right. had the puppies. Matthew. Right. It was Matthew, and John was just because now I'm I switched jobs and my company I travel for work now and my company doesn't want me on the road so they had me home. Totally, well, they sent someone else to travel. Yeah, it was totally great. changing you know direction. So I'm home with the girls and these two puppies, and you know we have tornado warnings like the whole night. John had to work, but he's freaking me out because he's trying to get the the um, generator, got a generator, he got the a generator and he's trying to set it up. He made me more anxious being home for a little bit than he was. I'm like, oh my gosh! I'm like, because yes. luckily we say it was a blessing that we were at work. <laughs> Sometimes, Probably. yes. Probably. Well, because she lucky. didn't have to hear me. And if you want to go there, that's a whole other topic. I mean, we lucked out. Where we live, we didn't, we hardly ever lost power. Right. Yep. Let alone, you know, yeah, I mean, we, we never, didn't either here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 04 was the only time we yeah. lost power because we stayed at my parents. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it really wasn't that bad. No. Um, there we were several tornado that warnings that night. So I remember, oh, uh, yeah. you know, you and the girls were hiding in the closet in the bathtub. And Colleen was a little freaked out about that because I finally was like, I can't sleep in this hallway anymore. All I'm going I have to, bed. to say is, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Oh, no. Because it's going to hit your house. Mm-hmm. It's going to hit your house. I heard about ten. you know, Kentucky, I guess. The oh, yeah. yeah. Devastated well, well, there our there house got from hit. From the tornado. Oh, yeah. tornado with me in it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so quite, it quite, does quite not matter where you go. No, so right. how, about, how about you? I mean, I know when the 04 hurricanes hit, you had a six-year-old and you had a four-year-old. 
And during one of them, I know he split his chin up, or she, she. Uh, that, no, that was Tyler. That was. Yeah, uh, he split his chin up. In the 04. The and that Shout was, out to you, Tyler. I know you're watching. <laughs> that was Hurricane Francis. He was throwing a temper tantrum because he had to have a bath. And we had um, this battery pack. We were able to watch one movie before we. You know, that was all we had. Tyler had to take a bath real quick, and he's bashed his chin, and it was wide open. And. Think, thankfully, the eye was coming because we were already in a, uh, a oh, lockdown. Yeah, oh, and, and it was the only night. I'm like, please let me get pulled over. Oh, <laughs> please, please, please get so trying she, to get a hold of him. Right. At the she station, finally did. And he's got to come over the bridge, and they're not allowed to travel the bridges over 45 mm-hmm. miles. And it was right in the middle of the eye. Oh my gosh. Danielle's right. like puking in the car. Oh and got because the Tyler's guys. bleeding all right, over. Right, right, right. We've got the older two with us. Yeah. So they're like, ah, you know. Oh oh, she had four God. of them at the house yeah. to deal with. Yeah. And, and we pull in the hospital and we just throw Danielle out. And I go, what's the matter? She puked all over. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> man. I look at him like, okay, it's all doctors and nurses. Get out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> There's I come pulling up and there's Danielle crying and there's puke all over everywhere. Oh my god, that was a mess. Shout out to you, Danielle. But I mean, these are the things that, you know, normal folks that work normal jobs, office jobs, or whatever, eight to five, normally you don't deal with this, you know, And, and these families have to deal with this of the servicemen. I mean, think about if your loved one is. Stationed overseas for six months or a year in your home all by yourself. God bless them. You know, but I mean, we had to, our wives and our families had to deal with that. The kids had to go with us, not making birthday parties, baseball games, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, and these women, I'm telling you, and all the women and all and, and the men of, of, you know, of female officers, they're rock stars, man. You guys are what kept the families going and kept us, you know, afloat and. I just yeah, I so, so 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 whatever gender you choose to be full time. I don't think we would have worked out. Yeah, because he worked such off hours yeah. whenever mm. that. Yeah, he was off a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always off. And so when I would try to work in the hospital at PRN, never failing, he gets called out. Well, mm-hmm. then I have to say I can't come in. So at that point, a person, after it happened so many times, forget it. It's not worth it. You so, mentioned you mentioned baseball like games. You put your life on hold. Yeah. So anyway, you mentioned baseball games. So while I was a detective, I'm like, oh, you know what? I can coach Cameron's baseball team. You know, it's it's a small town. There's not <laughs> guaranteed almost every single game. Hey. I got a call out. Can you pack the gear? Luckily, I had a decent coach, but Jody always I always had the equipment, so Jody's always packing the gear. Aww. And I was like, oh, yeah, I wanted to do this. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, it slipped my mind. That's why I'm glad I was a sergeant and on the road, because I didn't get called out, except for when I was on call for traffic homicides, which, you know, that, that lasted a few years, too, but... Thank God we didn't have a ton of those while while uh, the kids were growing up. The younger that's ones were growing up. That's what Cameron's going to remember, too. His mom was always there. Yeah. Well, good. I hope so. So that's good. It's probably why, like all professional athletes, you know, thanks, Mom. <laughs> well, John, you were a detective. I mean, how did, did you have... I think we did... What's wrong? The alcohol kicking in? <laughs> I think we did it different than you did. Like, we had on-call weeks. Did you have it the same yeah. way? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I basically said, I can't make any plans if I'm on call. Right. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, the Our one time... Our lives were very strict to that. You know, <laughs> yep. And, yep. And then the one time, mm-hmm. I made arrangements. I was away at class for the week, but I started going on call that Saturday, or that Friday night. But I had made arrangements. Someone was going to cover my weekend because I told them a long time before. I said, my brother's coming down. We're going to the U.S. football game. I cannot work that weekend. Have someone else cover on call for me that week. They're like, nope, that's the way his schedule is. I said, okay, well, I'm not. Someone, will someone cover for me? Oh, yeah, we'll cover the weekend. Plus, you're, you're the secondary, so you're not going to get called in. 
So as I'm sitting at um, the swamp with my brother and my daughter, I get a phone call from the deputy chief. Uh, that's a Detective John, um, I'm here at a murder-suicide, oh, and I'm wondering where you are. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, I'm in Gainesville, a football game, because I told everyone, and they said they would cover for me. Well, um, one of the detectives said that he wasn't feeling well, and the other detective said it wasn't their problem. But oh! But your name is on the list, and you should be... You, I'm expecting you to be here. I said, That's well, a I, dick move. I said, well, I can I can get there from Gainesville as soon as I can. He said, no, I think I'll just see you in my office Monday morning. Okay, okay see you then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. And the detective sergeant called me before Monday morning, and I gave him quite a rash of hell over the fact that... No, all three detectives said... They would cover yeah. me mm-hmm. just for the weekend, but I'd have to work Monday through Friday on call. And I was like, okay, but you guys got my back. Called them all Friday and said, do you have my back? Yes, We're, we'll cover for you. You don't have to worry about it. Go to Gainesville, have fun. It, and it was just Saturday. I just needed yeah. that day. <clears throat> nope. They all threw me under the bus, and I went off on the sergeant, and I never had to meet with the deputy chief. Huh. <laughs> because the sergeant was like, uh-uh. I, I, I didn't understand. I didn't know that. I, I wasn't aware. I'm not aware. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're not going to tell the whole thing. I, I, I actually, I did it all on purpose so that Jody would appreciate the game of baseball better. So, you know, she did. It didn't work. Out. It, it didn't, didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. No. It didn't work. <laughs> you know, I have to say, throughout our entire marriage, the biggest thing we have ever argued about is your job. Oh, I know. Yeah. Because you have always been so committed to your job. Don't you? I, I had to tell him though at one at some point, you know, because he was doing a lot of overtime. There was a lot of need and a lot of overtime, and I thought it's not worth it. He comes home exhausted. The kids are young, and and this is the, the and I get it. When you're young, you have all these crazy shifts. You do you know the rotation, the night shift, the day shift. But when you have kids, it's that's when they need their parents when they're young and stuff like that. When they're teenagers, they need their parents, too. But. Yeah, but the good thing is, even though I wasn't there as much as I could have been because I was working on it, yeah. I was still able to ruin that. <laughs> yeah, you were. Because all my kids are ruined. How about you? They kids are ruined. 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 All our kids are ruined. They, they are. I don't know about y'all's kids. My kids aren't. So. <laughs> you guys suck. Our kids are great. You guys, you guys suck. Just <laughs> don't have the right thing, the right stuff. So while we're going on, just so everybody... Remember, please like and subscribe if you haven't already. We appreciate it very much. Share with your friends. Share it with all of your friends. And uh, we are available, obviously, on YouTube. We are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. No, I got a cool one. What's that new one? Instagram. Audacity, Instagram, Facebook. Um, But you can listen to the podcast on one of those um, (laughs) venues. And and we really appreciate all the support. We really do. Thank you very much. And is the new merch so, up? Um, there is new merch up, uh, T Public, and it'll be on uh, the link will be on all of our, our, our Instagram page, <coughs> Facebook page, Facebook yeah. page, and all that. So. Which I really do like the new. Yeah, logo. the new. Logo. By the way, we have a new logo here. Oh, hold on, let me get it right. <laughs> here is the new logo. Okay, guys, hold on. I will put it up so that you can see it a little bit better it in here. It is nice. It is nice. I want a T-shirt, actually. We're going to shout out to Trey. Absolutely. Let me bring it up a little bit bigger so you can yeah. see it a little better. I'll still wear the other one, too. Yeah. There is the new logo. And I am really liking it a lot. I think it's freaking awesome. I think it looks yeah. good. Um, Trey, we can't thank you enough for everything you did to help that happen. Thank you very much. That was absolutely awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Three finger golf clap. Um, all right. So, um, how did uh, how did you guys handle night shift? Because <laughs> I remember, I know, I know you. Hold on a second. Hold on. I know you would come home. Working night shift, and you had a daycare in your house. I have no idea how you slept, oh, yeah. but you know what? During the, a daycare, the funny thing was, she was the master. If he did not hear the kids, he couldn't sleep. Yeah, 
that background yeah, noise like, and stuff. Like as long as it didn't like smash into the wall, you know, or something like that. But they just didn't that. have those sound machines then, did they? No. The white noise. Machine. No, I always slip at the TV anyway. But but they that, had that, TVs back then. Hey. That was only directed at him. See, him being an asshole just backfired. I love it. That's karma. You can go ahead and hit him. Go ahead. She did. Oh, you're going to kick his ass later anyway. If I didn't hear that background noise, you know, because I would come out and go, everything good? She'd go, yeah, they're napping. And I'm like, oh, okay, just checking. And I'd go back in there and crash. Well, I can't sleep when they're sleeping. Wake them up. She's like, why are you bothering me? But yeah, it was tough. I mean, with the daycare, because as soon as I would start just starting to go in there and go to sleep, bing bong, bing bong, everybody dropping off the kids, oh, ringing the God. doorbell. But she was awesome about it, man. Yeah, ask her now if she wishes I was on midnight shift, like now. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> I I do and day miss. Shifts. I and day shifts. I do miss um, midnight no, shift. She works days. Yeah, and I work days now. Um, and sometimes I miss every other week, and I will be honest. I do miss every other week. A little bit of self-time. Yes, because I got my stuff done. That must be why when I say, hey, I'm taking the boat out, and we're going fishing on Saturday like, or Sunday. And she's like, see ya! <laughs> well, um, but that that's also me. I mean, I didn't get married till I was 30, so I... Always had my independent time. And that's and good for me, too, because if I do want to go do something, it's never a problem. Right. There's never any, well, it, it's just, yeah, go ahead. Because we're together most of the week. You know, we do things or whatever, and then uh, on the other weekend days, we mm-hmm. do whatever. But, like, if I want to go fishing, if I want to go golfing, if I want to, she's like, yeah, whatever. See, but we have the flip side, because Ruth now travels for work, so she's gone Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. So... You know, she misses the hell out of me. <laughs> I think she misses the hell out of being home. And I miss the hell out of her. Oh, thanks. So. I don't know about you. Let's, let's go back. Well, let's, let's, let's ask Ruth. I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah. Not. No, the, the point is we love our time together because so we only have a little bit of time together. Mm-hmm. So yes. we don't, you know... We don't have all those little annoying, like, God damn it, he left the toilet seat up again. Oh, Jesus Christ, why can't he, you know, put the uh, toothpaste cap on? And, you know, stupid little things like that. We don't like have that. fun either, and we're together all the time. The yeah. different, like, when he was working, he would come home, and I was working like a regular, but I worked Monday through Friday, so we always had the weekends off. And he would need to come home after work and decompress. And, and I didn't quite get... You know, he's like, I just want to chill. I just want to sit in my chair with my feet on watch TV. Drink a beer. Drink a beer. Do thirty minutes of that? Yeah, just that. And thirty minutes. Oh, I have to have fifteen minutes when I come home. So when I when I started traveling (laughs) and we didn't see each other, he had the whole week to decompress, and it was like it was great. Like we actually the time we had together, we were enjoying it. We talk on the phone. Like we talk every day for. You know, sometimes over an Almost hour. Almost like dating. Yes, yeah. it's like fun. Yeah. Long distance dating, that we get to see each other. Yeah. Phone sex? No. Oh. no. No. Jody, why did you have to go there? No. Well, I was thinking it too. Oh so. God, the long sex. I was kind of thinking it too. Yeah. I'm just oh, saying. No. I'm sorry. FaceTime sex. Oh, oh even no. worse. Go back to midnight shift. So, uh, Show to the serious side of midnight yes. shift. Yes. You, you you mentioned dating. Um, I was working day shift when Jody and I met, and we would go out on a date, and the dates would go until two, three o'clock in the morning. And what time you got to be, uh, uh, you know, in a briefing at five forty-five? So yeah, I did not get much sleep. <laughs> oh gosh, I had to be to work six forty. Right, <laughs> neither one of us got much sleep, but it yeah. was, you know, you're like. Who needs sleep? Sleep so, me. Night shift was the worst on the on his days off though, because when night shift he was always tired. So then it was like on the weekend he slept half the day, and it's like, well, I thought this is your weekend off, you know? Yeah. And it's like the well, whole and that that thing. is one of the things when you work night shift, the 
your first day off is actually lost. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It doesn't count. You it's got like about camping. six or eight hours max right. that yeah. you're actually lucid, and yeah. the rest of it you're either sleeping or in a coma. Right. right. You know, it's yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But then you have to go to sleep early when you go back to work. So it's like, you know, I'm going to bed. You know, or, well, or you got to yes. or you got to stay up all night. Right. It's like, well, but the blessing well. was like you were saying before about doctor's appointments and things like that. Because our kids were involved in Girl Scouts and, you know, youth group and, you know, CCD and all that kind of stuff. So I would have to do that in the evening because he was working. So all the doctor's appointments, I made it for John's day off. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Hopefully after noon, after That's 12 awesome. noon, awesome. I had the amazing wife that did all of that. I didn't have to do any of it. Damn Thank it, you, right? baby. You should have told me Sorry, that. Right? Maybe, maybe she just understood that you weren't able to handle it. Whatever. I didn't have to do it. It doesn't matter the reason I didn't have to do it. Then if we ever relive, I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> I got it now. But boy. then again, when I worked night shift, I couldn't go home and go to sleep. Oh, I did. I, I'm not he one did. of those people who was oh, like, on oh, night shift? Oh, 15 minutes, dude. I was, I was asleep before I got home. Absolutely. Most of the time you're asleep at work. How many times do you pull into the driver you're like, how did I get here? How did I get here? Absolutely. <laughs> How many red lights did I possibly go through in that police car to get home? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I will say from a wife's point of view, the best sound in the morning was the, the Velcro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she always said that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, but she knew I made I, it home. I, I knew yeah. he yeah. made it home, but yeah. you knew those four straps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he would always change out here because it was right. really not. But it's you can hear it, and then yeah. it was fine. Yeah, we try to because be quiet. You, you try, try not to dwell time. either right? on the oh, overnight yeah. crap or wake up. And, and, I'm, and I'm glad that you said that because that was where I was going to segue. We're getting kind of close to the end of time here, but I was going to segue into that. So I'm going to start with you since you kind of brought that up. Tell us just a little bit, and we'll go to each one of the wives. Tell us a little bit about, like, what your thoughts were about us being out there on the road and you see these stories about officers, concerns, you know, fears. getting shot, hurt. What are, yeah, what were your concerns, you, you fears? You could not dwell on it. Right. Because it would drive you crazy. Um, and then I will go back to when we were living in the apartment. I don't even think we were married yet. Um, and out there in Mims when Gene Gregory... Sad. And that's all they were reporting was Gregory. And we didn't even have cell phones in. And I remember having to call the station at like 3 in the morning. Like, and she's like, no, he's fine. And he, you called Not me like Gregory. 10 minutes later. Yeah. But Same last name. Yeah, yeah, but they weren't. Yeah. And, you know, they just were talking about that. But they just kept saying Gregory and never saying a first name. So, and I woke up in the middle yeah. of the night going, holy crap. You right. Know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean... Like you said, when when we would come home, and it got easier as the years went on because we had cell phones. So cell phones had, make it a lot easier. So if yes. you had that thought of, you know, man, I just had a really bad feeling or I woke up with a bad dream, I had a mm-hmm. bad feeling. Yeah. You know, you couldn't call before we had cell phones. Right. right. You could call pager. the station. That it was pager. Pager. Well, but before <laughs> right. that, we didn't even right. have pagers. Right. But you, you don't know? want to be the pain in the ass wife calling the station either all right. the time. Or calling yeah. them on a cell phone all the time. Right. But i got to give her credit. As, you know, we move forward and we got, you know, cell phones or whatever, I would call her around dinner time or a little after and say, hey, babe, how's that going? And blah, blah, blah. Okay, have a good night. That was it. I never heard from her the rest of the entire 12 hours. You were fun, weren't you? Unless. Party <laughs> at the Gregory's. Unless. Toddler so, diaper changing. Unless something happened or unless, you know, something was wrong. I never had her bugging, 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 bugging me all night long and worried about, you know, oh crap, I missed a call from her. Is everything okay? I knew that if she called me after about 10 o'clock, there was some shit messed up at my house, and I needed to call right freaking now because she never called me. And it just made it easier for me out there because I didn't have to worry about, am I missing her call? Did I call her back? Am I, oh, my God, I forgot to call her tonight. You know, it just made it easier. I didn't have to worry about that. The home front was taken care of. It was all much, it was so much easier. So what about you, you know, 
how did you feel not knowing what was going on and just kind of sitting home and yeah i well i guess for us john's very first night i think it was in uniform yeah first day he didn't in uniform. end up getting home it, it wasn't night i was well, day it was, shift it was day shift and he didn't come home and then it was probably like evening like eight nine o'clock and i was starting to get worried and before then i had a cell phone it was before cell phones and then i think it was like 10 ish he might have called and said look there's something happened, you know, everything's okay. Sorry I haven't called you, but I'm okay. Or you might have even had dispatch call. Yeah, I but, <clears throat> So I'm like, okay. Then I get up at, I wake up at like 1 in the morning, and he's still not home. And now I'm like freaking out, you know, because I'm like, oh, my gosh, we don't have cell phones. I don't, Yeah. Know. It's like, then he find. I actually got up. Amanda was a teenager, so I didn't feel like I was leaving the little ones home alone. But I drove around my neighborhood just because my brain wouldn't stop. And then, you know, so we had the little talk in the morning, and it was like, look, they'll call you if anything happens. No news is good news. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, and they won't call you. They'll come by. Someone, Someone will come by. Yeah. They'll be at your house yeah. knocking right. on so, the door. But it was basically no news is good news, right. so don't worry. Right. If but don't, I, I do you know, think, you know, if you saw as, my face yeah. at your front door... Oh. Because I was his I supervisor for ninety percent of his you career. You wouldn't need to even say anything. Yeah, it would. Oh, oh yeah, that's a given. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you would hear ugly cry. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but I do think that actually helped for the rest of the career. Yeah. Because well, until she had that baptism by fire. Until Ferguson. Ferguson. Well, that's a that's whole, whole different, different story, thing. and that is. But because she knows that Ferguson, Missouri, changed everything. I could. You know, be busy and not be able to make contact with her. It doesn't mean that something is wrong. Mm-hmm. It just means I'm extremely busy and I can't make contact with her. That was and and on a lighter side of that, there would be nights we would have plans, but John Kelly on the way home would get into some sort of crap, <laughs> and then he would be like, "I'm gonna be here for a couple hours because John Kelly could turn his damn head." He wouldn't do this. Yeah, at 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 five o'clock, these come on. Yeah, he couldn't just like, drive to the station and turn his crap in and go home. It had to be some guy with a tail light out. He had to pull him over. And but he had one suspension or something. Eighty pounds of dope in the car. And yes. Damn you, John Kelly. We learned him as the career went on, though. We learned him real quick. All of you that are cops out there, y'all know what I'm talking about. When it gets to a certain point where where your field of vision kind of goes. Yeah, about here. Yeah, uh huh. So well, you guys have been married twenty five years. years. Twenty five years. You guys have been married twenty eight together. Twenty eight together. Thirty. We've been married twenty five this year. Yeah. Winners. Woo! Yeah. So I mean, that's a long time period. Yeah. Whether you're a police officer or a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One. That's I because mean, I found my nurse first. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> America's second responders. I mean, do they? they I mean, they sleep all day. Most drivers they get to sleep in the bed at night. So, you know, stop. So, yeah. just I because mean, your brother is a hose dragger, hey. you know, and they wake and hers too was, yeah, they wake up in the morning. They're like, ah, let me go. What's for breakfast? Let me go polish your truck. Let me go. Start let me have breakfast. Bed. Then I'll go home. No, let me go to my yes. real job. Yeah. yeah, because this was just for the benefits. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's, it's hard work, marriages. There have been many times <coughs> to agree, to disagree, mm-hmm. period. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> I disagree. <laughs> well, I agree to disagree. It was, it was just like, well, this is stupid. Well, Jody, were well, you thank ever, God for Hallmark movies. <laughs> were you guys ever married? Were you married when he was on Midnight Shift? I, we, no. I was a detective. Um, oh, so you're living a lie. You have nothing to do with this. <laughs> How do you know about this? Well, what gives you the right to call out? I feel like you get called out in the middle of the night. I would get called out. But he also got. He also had to travel out of state for weeks. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. You just weren't. You know, I, I think. And and one of my one of my favorite stories is I got I, on Third Street. I had a suicide. Five o'clock. 
probably a game or something, you know, that she had to take care of. PM, AM? Uh, PM. PM. And, uh, hey, <clears throat> I got a suicide. And it's funny, she says, okay, I'll see you in a half an hour. Because, you know, on TV shows... <laughs> oh, yeah, they're in. <laughs> only a murder takes a whole hour. Right, yeah, it's a only suicide for about a half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't all see soon. <laughs> yeah. But I had people driving to the city to kill themselves when I, when I was in CID. <laughs> you know, cop shows, and that says something else, cop shows were absolutely the worst thing that ever happened to us. Yeah. yeah. Because everyone all of a sudden had all of these expectations on, right. oh, you can send that to the FBI crime lab, <laughs> and you can send that chip of paint to the spectro analyzer yeah. and tell what car, what make, what model, what... And it'll be back in 10 minutes. Dude, it was a hit and run with $100 damage. We're not sending your shit to the FBI crime lab, okay? Get the hell out of here. I mean, but that's what everybody yeah, thought. But, but he touched that. You can get DNA from that, right? Oh, absolutely yeah. you yeah. can. Yeah. Dustin, and he stole Dustin my freaking radar detector worth $100. It's a trespassing call. <laughs> and you want me to, you know, I've been through worst thing that ever DNA happened to police work were police shows and all the crap that they show. It's called the CSI effect. Yeah, CSI. I don't know. Really now, we moved this. out here. We had people coming by our house asking like ridiculous stuff. Oh, knocking on the door, bing bong, yeah. and I answer the door. They go, "You're a cop, right?" I'm like, and I look past them at the marked effing police car yeah. sitting in the front yard, and I'm like, "Obviously, you're not, because you had to ask that question." <laughs> but I would look at them and I go, "Yeah." But not here. Yeah. And they go, well, can I just ask you a question? I'm like, sure, go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, my husband, he's a son of a bitch. And then I said, the number for Volusia County Sheriff's Office is 911. <laughs> I said, I can't get involved. I no. can't help you. Nope. Unless he's standing here getting ready to shoot you or beat you with an axe or something, I can't help you. I'm sorry. I used to ask people what their job was, and then at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon or 3 o'clock in the morning, so, knock on yeah. their door. Bing bong. Hey, I have an investment question <laughs> for you. Yeah, can you help me with my computer? It's yeah. all locked up. And, then what, and we had this like bag lady. She was coming by. Oh, oh bag lady. God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She didn't oh, have yeah. to complain about, like, the kids would go, there was a corner lot down there wooded, and they'd go down there and smoke dope and everything, and she'd come die. Not your kid. No. <laughs> well, my kids oh, were like. Hello. <laughs> no. Like, the neighborhood kids, oh, she'd come down and tattle on them, or somebody dropped their mail. I mean, it was just oh, crazy stuff. Best thing so, that ever happened to me was when I got out of a marked car right. and had an unmarked car. Well, that's what I was about to say. It must be, oh. it was nice for us to have a CID car. I mean, it yeah. was, you know, which is an unmarked yeah. car. My favorite story was with John, you know, having somebody knock on the door was this little boy. He was scared. But, I mean, the boy ran out of his shoes and everything. It was, he it, jumped it was a, what used to be referred to as a latchkey kid. Um, he was like, probably like 11 or 12. Um, and he got home from school and locked himself in the house. And his parents, because I had to patrol car in the driveway, his parents had told him, if there's ever a problem, you can go to that house because there's a police officer who lives there. Which is, Which yeah. is a Which good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So much better. But they meant a life or death problem. Well, <laughs> well, well no, what, what, it was. what happened was... Some guy said, what happened was, what happened was <laughs> you know, he's in the house by himself, not expect anyone there, and some guy in a Cadillac shows up and is pounding on his door. That freaked me out. Yeah. So yeah. he goes out the back door, hops the fence, and runs to my house, bangs on the door and says, ah, I, I, you know, my, my dad told me I can never always come to you and you're going to be okay. I'll be okay. I'm like, okay, what happened? You know, so he says... You know, he tells me all that. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Said, my, you know, some guy's banging on the front door. I'm like, all right, do you have your parents' information? You know, so I call his dad, and he's like, yeah, my coworker was going to drop something off, and that's all it was. <laughs> okay, I'll walk him home. I walk him home, he locked himself out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So now John's babysitting. <laughs> 
a boy, a and boy. he's with all girls. Could you ma- yeah, could you imagine that babysitting your kid? Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Man, that's worse than a three o'clock. Uh, Can you go grab me a beer? <laughs> yeah, hey, okay, go get me a beer. And then the kids didn't have shoes. Did you have to give him like clothes or shoes or something? Yeah, he was just wearing shorts. I gave him a t-shirt. I gave him flip flops. That's a three a.m. DCF call right there. Hell yeah. One eight hundred nine six abuse. Right. Well, we had that too. The uh, the little girl. Oh. I and mean, a like, little girl. This was like. Just three years ago. What, four years old? She was three. Three years old. Some people who were out walking find this three-year-old. No, it was the oh, guy. No. He walked up to her car and he didn't want to put her in his house. Walking the street, he goes, I didn't want to bring her to my house, man, because you never know what somebody's going to say. He goes, I know so you brought her to my house? Thanks a lot. He goes, I know you're a cop. I don't know what to do. And I'm Nine like, oh, one. My God. So I said, come in. So we brought her in. I called the sheriff's office. They come out. And she didn't. She didn't give us. She wouldn't talk. Nothing. And oh, I'm like, she's scared oh, to death. Yeah, she only had like a big um, polo shirt, no underwear or anything. Uh, but she had oh. ended up unlocking her house. But we had a fun time messing with Tyler with it because we took pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and it was after one of our cruises that Tyler had a really good time on. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> we're sending him pictures. Tyler, can you explain? Yeah, we said some woman. We said, oh, oh, we said some woman you showed up. I said, some woman showed up and said, this is your kid. And he goes, oh, get the hell out of here. Oh, yeah. That's almost as funny as um, when Frosty went missing. Yes. We've already told that story. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Okay. So we are, we kind of need to wrap this onion up. So one last comment from each of the wives on advice you would give wives or husbands that are that are doing what you have done or did for 20 plus years with you and I was 25 um, what 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 advice would you give a wife drink on <laughs> on dealing with at a significant other that is on the job you know working the midnights working the hurricane go ahead you just have to have an open mind a lot of patience um, yeah. Know that you're gonna be busy. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. Especially if you plan yeah. on having kids. Yep. Oh, yeah. nothing you can do about it. Well, that's how you get kids. What would you? What What <laughs> advice would you give to someone who's getting into this or going through a hard time because they just got into this business and they're a spouse staying home? I think, or I mean, at home when they're yeah. you know. Um, one of the things is to talk about it. Realize that the feelings that you're feeling, for a spouse's perspective, for a spouse, that the things that you're feeling is not crazy. My husband used to think I was crazy until I realized that other wives are feeling yes. the same way. Because we would have conversations. Yeah. Like, so you're not crazy and communicate. Like, don't hold things inside. Don't let things bottle up and then boil over. Talk about it. Talk about it. Communicate. And, you know... Because that's important. It's that's, a tough job. That's a good point. Absolutely. You know, it is. It is. It is. It's, a, it's a tough job on both people. And, you know, you're in it together. And, and if I can say. If I can say. Yes. Just like she does. She has no idea what it's like to do our job. I have no idea what it's like to do her job. And what she's going through. Not so, my physical. Not, not, not you. Not your job. Your, your like, job as a job spouse. Your yeah. yeah. job as spouse. Jody? My retired job. <laughs> My first thing is to be really in love with the person you're married to because I think that helps. Be very compatible. Uh, be very thoughtful. Um, remember that no one's perfect and that you have a family and that you've made a commitment not only to your spouse but also to your children. And uh, that in long term, you're going to... There may be... S-storms that come along. But in the long term, it's about family. It's about Mm -hmm. being a unit. It's about appreciating, getting to share the grandchildren and the children becoming adults. And that's what, to me, what's very important is family. 
and uh, it takes work and there's going to be times that you might have to seek your therapist at your church or talk to your pastor excuse me get a Christian therapist whatever uh, to learn how to communicate because let's face it to me the biggest problem on the planet is communication Mm -hmm. or lack thereof and especially when two people are together especially if there's any competitiveness between the two of them uh, which I have to say I think there's a lot of competition around the table you know even with us being laid back there's yeah. still competition uh, just and being with someone for a long time yeah and just being with a, a partner <clears throat> you can get really annoyed with each other and just <laughs> learn to draw that line and realize the big picture is not who's going to be right or wrong because remember when one person's right the other person has to be wrong and that doesn't always make for <laughs> all right so final words um i am ex- on on how you know how to deal with the wife I, you know and the spouse I, have, I i mean not to hate on you guys but i have the best wife ever so i mean just you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> no jody really kicked ass she stepped up um she she really uh raised our kids amazingly in the times that i could not be there and we we had some tough times, and but she stepped up and really um, did some amazing work with our with our family to fill in those gaps, for sure. John, all I would say is we've all grown in our marriage as we <clears throat> grew in our careers. You know, we're we're maturing in everything we do. Because okay. we're all over 50. <laughs> <laughs> I am newly over yes, 50. Ruth just celebrated yeah. her 50th birthday, and that's why I was not on the last show. But we, we did give her props on the last show and said happy birthday. But what I do have to say is, you know, it, it's hard work, but it's worth it. But, you know. It can be done. Cops, mm-hmm. you got to show a lot of patience with your spouses. Spouses, yes. you got to show a lot of patience with your cops. Mm-hmm. But it's it's hard work. But if you get through it, it's worth it, mm-hmm. and you're going to appreciate each other so much more when it's done. When yeah. you're done with the with Don't the career. Don't live in a one bedroom. Lynn was absolutely friggin' amazing. I mean, I never had to worry about anything that was going on. She was taking care of everything. Um, it was absolutely phenomenal. I, I could just focus on what I needed to focus on. She would take care of it. I would say one of the big drawbacks, in my opinion, is a spouse that wants to know every single thing that went on while you were at work. And and here's an example. Well, well, tell me what happened. Well, no, I was just, you know, well, tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. Because if you want to know, no, you did not (laughs) at all. I I said the worst part would be it was his other wife. Because if you came home and (laughs) if you come home and you tell your spouse everything you're doing on the job, now they're going to sit home and go, "Oh my God, he arrested a murderer! Oh my God, he arrested a bank robber! Oh my God, he had to draw his gun on somebody! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God!" And it just builds that stress level here. Mm-hmm. You know, I would come home, I would tell her the stupid shit that happened, you know, the funny shit that happened, mm-hmm. all that. But the stuff that scared the pants off of me or that made me just actually sick to my stomach, she never heard about it. She heard it from somebody else's wife because she'd be like, why didn't you tell me this? I heard it from somebody else. And I'm like, because you didn't need to know. You didn't need to worry about that. You didn't need to know that crap. So that's just my opinion, and and I think that she handled it absolutely amazingly, and we absolutely never had a problem at all with me. And I worked so much overtime and off-duty details and night after night after night after night. She never complained. She never said, well, can't you just take tomorrow off? And I'd be like, no, we want to do X, Y, Z or whatever in three weeks. 
This is extra money. And she, she never complained. So we already established that she liked you working extra. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why that's I started snickering. She's like, she never asked me not to work. Yeah, we know. She said, Brian, can you work an extra shift? <laughs> so, babe, thank you for being phenomenal while I was on the job. I really appreciate it. You were absolutely amazing. Well, I want to I wanna, um, thank everybody. This is our first season of Surviving the Badge. We're coming back in January uh, for season two, and we are planning on making things even better for season two. So make sure you subscribe and you like and you share and all that kind of stuff. And, and also you... tell them what you like to yeah. see. Yeah, send us an email, retiredcopsrule at gmail. Put us a, a little message in uh, in the YouTube. Subscribe and just expect a even better show in season two. Um, so we really appreciate all of you guys. Merry Christmas, Merry Happy Christmas. New Year! Christmas. Let's give a Merry Christmas, Christmas to Merry all Christmas. of our viewers and our families and everybody else. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year! Salute! Yep. So just remember, at Surviving the Badge. We, we still, still got, got your six. six. <laughs>